0: I love scotch, and we're live here on Facebook. Uh, Welcome to you that are here live, and to those that are listening on in podcast land. Hope you're doing well, and uh, hope things are going well. Rich, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. So I'm doing good. Had to work my first full week here on the at work since maybe like mid-December so it was a good chance to finally get caught up on everything from uh, working half weeks to use up some use it or lose it vacation time Uh, so it's great to be back in the normal swing of things at work and due to the warm weather here warm spring-like temperatures uh, the mounds of snow on each side of my driveway are starting to get slow uh, starting to get smaller
0: yeah and, uh, when, uh, and on top of it, you know, life is, uh, it's shorts weather. So
1: maybe for you,
0: I mean, it's going to be 50 degrees down there.
1: Not quite yet. Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll wear my, uh, wear me up. Maybe I'll wear my flip flops, but I don't know about shorts yet. Not yet.
0: I suppose.
1: All right, Mike. So before we get into the show, what are we going to be talking about this week?
0: Um, well, sorry, I was making I was doing our audio check. Uh, well, um, we actually have a whole section uh, devoted to the NFL this week. Um, okay. Trade rumors uh, and just talk overall about uh, our feelings on certain players demands. Uh, also, we have the NASCAR corner coming up after that. And then what else we got, Rich?
1: Well, we'll be talking some baseball going into uh, week two of our kind of our spring training preview, kind of talking about what to expect at spring training camps now that they're all open. And then we got some quick hits as well, talking about uh, what happened to the Mariner CEO that caused him to lose his job and uh, Tiger Woods being hospitalized due to a car accident And uh, we'll also be hitting some NBA talk. I almost forgot about that as we'll be giving you our standings update. And if there is time, we'll do an all-star fantasy draft as the all-star game will be this weekend uh, down next weekend down in Atlanta.
0: All that plus a poll question and more on this episode of Balls and Sticks, the podcast. Rich, you know what it's time for?
1: Is it time to roll the intro, Mike?
0: Time to roll the intro! Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Bald and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. So, um... Cool question golf movies we picked the perfect week for this by the way
1: oh yeah why, why so
0: uh did you not realize that this week is the twenty? was the 25th anniversary of one of these films
1: oh yeah it was the 25th anniversary of one of these films
0: yeah yeah so uh in fact, the stars of it were on the DP show this week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you got to listen to it at all. No, I didn't. Yeah, I did, but that's okay. Um, so, let's talk about what our poll question was and uh, give the people the answers they so richly deserve.
1: Yeah, so our um, our poll question uh, was, was golf movies. Um, um, I believe we had... Tin Cup, Happy Gilmore, the greatest game ever played, Caddyshack, and the Legend of Bagger Vance.
0: All great movies. I've seen all of them. I love them all. Uh, I would watch them all in a heartbeat. Oh, I didn't realize I voted that way. I think. I, oh, yeah, I remember why I voted that way. Okay.
1: Okay. So, so who did you vote for, Mike?
0: I voted for the Legend of Bagger Vance. Okay. Um, I love that movie. It really is good. Um, I think. It's it's one of the most underrated movies. And, I mean, uh, it's Will Smith and Matt Damon?
1: Yeah, I think it is Matt Damon. Yeah. So, I, I, I went with Happy Gilmore. Um, it, it is the only movie from the list of golf movies that I've watched. Okay. And it's just, it's one of my favorite movies. You, you can never... Honestly
0: it's a great movie and we can come back to it and say it officially it is the 25th anniversary of uh of happy gilmore
1: all right so mike since you have the poll up there yep. in front of you on your screen how did our who won but what, what was the vote breakdown
0: so in last place you have the greatest game ever played with zero votes okay. tied for third you have The Legend of Bagger Vance and Tin Cup with one vote each. Okay. With two votes, you have Caddyshack. And with seven votes, people, happy Gilmore, happy 25th anniversary. You move on to the next round. Good job.
1: All right. So we'll note that on our movie spreadsheet, Mike. Okay. So I'm going to let you pick where we're gonna go next michael
0: okay do you
1: want to go to the winter olympics the summer olympics or other sports movies
0: let's go with um let's go i mean we know who's gonna win the winter olympics one i think yeah let's go with that we know we think we know who's gonna win that one we'll uh Okay. We'll go with Winter Olympics. So the Winter Olympics sports that you are going to get to vote on are Cutting Edge, Ice Princess, Cool Runnings, and Rich. Tell us the last three.
1: I, Tanya, Eddie the Eagle, and Blades of Glory. Yeah. We will also... Uh, I'll also leave this one open for fan suggestions. Just please note that in the odd event that miracle gets added that will probably be deleted since that Correct. was in our hockey movie poll. Yeah,
0: this is excluding hockey and they can't ever decide whether basketball or basketball the, is a win- basketball
1: the basketball is in the summer olympics.
0: But it used to be in the winter olympics.
1: But it's in the summer olympics.
0: Now it is. It used to be summer. There's no real basketball movies that are based all around the Olympics, though.
1: so. there aren't. Yeah.
0: Anyway, but yeah, uh, look for that to go live later this afternoon. Uh, Rich will get that going some point this afternoon. Vote live on that um, and uh, let us know what you think. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, that's exciting. We're going to get uh, into some great... The, I, Two super solid movies I forgot one of them was on there so it might not be a, a complete runaway like Happy Gilmore was this week once again happy Gilmore winning the favorite golf movies uh, by a landslide
1: mm-hmm.
0: by a landslide um, so we'll see uh, we'll see how next week's goes but time to get to sports get That's down right. and get dirty in the gridiron.
1: All right, so Mike, you, you kind of teased that you wanted to talk about this at the end of last week's show. Yep. So I'll let you get on your soapbox. Let you well, get it, on I, I'm... Maybe, get out, maybe not rant or at least or at least voice some frustrations with the way Deshaun Watson is handling yeah his trade dominions, trade demand demands demands. That's the one I'm looking for. Yeah, That's yeah. What I'm looking for thanks and. Uh, and your thoughts on it, I might chime in there based on what you're going to tell us.
0: Okay, so um, we all know that Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston, right? Mm-hmm. He, here's the problem. He's saying he, he, there's there's a couple of different reasons. One, uh, he wanted diversity in the coaching and the, the front office. That was one thing that he was really voicing his opinion on. But when they hired a guy, Rich, who'd they hire?
1: They hired Nick Casario from the Patriots, away from the Patriots.
0: Okay, um, and that's the GM, right?
1: Yes, he will be the G, uh, the general manager. Okay, um, general manager, vice president, something along those lines. Yeah, and you know,
0: he wasn't ups- He was upset about that because he wanted to change the the way that the the he wanted to have a say in these decisions, and. He wasn't happy, so that's when he started making demands. Well, then they hired a coach, um, and and they I can't remember who'd they hire again. Rich, as coach. Uh, they
1: hired the wide receivers assistant head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, David Culley.
0: Yeah, sixty five years old. The guy's been around forever, but also is a black man. So if it was about diversity in the leadership was is is this guy not black enough for him i'm not sure now again i'm not i'm not he wanted a different coach he wanted beyond to be the coach that's what he wanted and he thinks he deserves to have a say in this what may what what gives him the right to have a say in this People say because he's the head coach and he's the highest paid member of the staff. You know what? That doesn't mean that you have the right to say anything. Here's the problem. What's he done to prove himself for this team?
1: Yeah. Has he won a Super Bowl, Mike? Nope. Has he been to an NFC AFC title game? Nope. Has he won an MVP? Nope. So all he's done is maybe be Pro Bowl seasons.
0: Yeah but that, and that's you know that's not saying he's not a, I'm not saying he's not good. He is the best player on that team by far and away. But the problem is he's not proven himself to say he deserves it. Everybody's looking at at what uh at what Tom Brady, Tom Terrific do, did in mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. How long's Tom been in the league?
1: Close to Somewhere between like 15 and 20 years now? Yeah, it's
0: almost 20 years now.
1: Yeah.
0: Almost 20 years. How long has Deshaun Watson been in the league?
1: Probably about five or six.
0: Yeah, something like that. Okay, so you're telling me that a guy that's only been in the league four, five, maybe six years deserves to have a say in who's being hired for the coach? Who's being hired as a GM? Aaron Rodgers has the right to say he wants a decision in personnel. He's been on that team. He's proven himself to that team. He's proven himself to be a vital member of that society. And they give him nothing. Nothing to work with. And rather than last year going out and drafting decent receivers and picking up good stuff, they go out and they pick up a guy... To replace him. Aaron Rodgers should be upset and should say he deserves a right to make a statement when it comes to personnel decisions. Deshaun Watson has not earned that right. Russell Wilson. We're going to talk about Russell Wilson being upset in a little bit. But Russell Wilson has been in the league for 10 years at least he's proven himself to his team he's taken them to not one but two Super Bowls
1: winning one of them
0: winning at least one he's got a ring on his finger that says Super Bowl champion it's probably on Sierra's finger because it looks better on her than it does on his but he's earned the right to say I want a I want to be consulted when it comes time to make these decisions. There's a reason why he's unhappy. We'll get to that in a moment. But right now when we're talking to Sean Watson, this kid has not done anything. He's gotten him to the playoffs. He's been the best player on the team. Yes, I agree with Watt's perspective that they wasted a year of his, of his because of what Bill O'Brien did to the team. But if you're going to hold what Bill O'Brien did to the team this last year over the head of the the ownership and the leadership of this team, you're an idiot.
1: Yeah, I I can agree on that point because mean, he signed that contract when Bill O'Brien was in charge of the team and had a really large probably had more of a say over personnel decisions than he should have.
0: And on so top he knew of it what he
1: was getting himself into when he signed that contract.
0: Right. He signed a contract with a guy who he didn't like the direction of the team. He didn't like the mindset of the team, and that's why he wants out and that and he wants he thinks that they needed to change it and that's why he wanted a different GM brought in and wasn't happy that the GM they brought in is from the same coaching tree, the same GM line, if you will. Yeah. And so like he, and he signed a contract man. with this guy. That's why he has this mega contract. And oh yeah, he insisted on making on getting a no trade clause. He insisted on it. Because he wanted to control his destiny if he had to leave. If he ever and left.
1: The, yeah, and the former coach and GM that gave him that is now gone. But the thing with um Nick Casario that I have is is that I think the Houston Texans have been trying to hire this guy for the past at least 3 years. At least 2, probably 3 years. Yep. when to run the personnel side for Bill O'Brien. Yep. But they were denied, I think they were it was a combination of being denied permission to hire him and or there were there were charges of tampering filed against them so they had to stop their pursuit. Yeah. So how can you not know that this is probably if that guy was available and he wanted the job that Houston wasn't going to hitch their wagon to this guy and hire him? 100%. I I can understand with your stance of, you know what? Hey, we paid, we paid all this money for this search firm to give us a list of GM candidates. I gave you my opinion on who I thought would be a good fit for this organization. And then you go hire somebody off of the list, Yep. off of, off of that wasn't even included on that list for the position but at the same time the ownership is the one that they they're the owners of the team they can do that is there anything in your con having a informal agreement to hey you're gonna have a you'll, you'll have a say in the coaching in the coaching search and gm search and having it in your contract that you get you included in the included in the discussion are two separate things
0: yeah so Honestly, I don't think he's proven himself. I don't think that his argument that it's... And again, I don't think it ever was about race. I think it's he wanted a specific person. And if that person wasn't coming, he wasn't going to be happy either way. But again, he signed a mega contract. He got paid.
1: Yeah, four years. I think it was four years, $156 million?
0: Yeah. Now... Here's question number three for you, Rich, Okay. as we kind of finish up the Deshaun
1: Watson talk. Before we get there, Mike, do you know where he was when the GM search was going on? No. He was on vacation in Cancun, Mexico.
0: Oh.
1: So So if he he wanted to be involved in the decision-making, wouldn't it make sense for him to, I don't know, be around the team and make it easy to get a hold of him?
0: That would have made. If they sense. They wanted
1: his opinion of Hey, we're gonna hire this guy. We're it, the decision's down to candidate A, B, or C. Which one do you like most? Yep. Because we said we would, we would, uh, we we value your opinion on where yeah. we go. But no, he he chose to be on vacation and then spoke through his agent. Yeah. Instead of with the team, but um, he has at least met with David Culley.
0: Yeah, I and... mean, if you don't, that's that's a slap in the face. That's an insult. That guy deserves like. He is the head coach of your team. If he's not, um, if you don't at least give him the courtesy of meeting with him, that's rude.
1: Yeah, but they walked away from the conversation of, yeah, I still want to be traded. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play. So trade me.
0: Yeah. um,
1: Which leads into your third point, Mike. Do you really want him... If he turned on his team this quickly.
0: Yeah. So that's the question. We saw a year ago, Deshaun Watson make this, this contract, get sign this contract with a no trade clause that says, Hey, I'm part, this is my team. This is where I'm going to call home. I'm going to be happy here. We're barely a year out from that contract being signed and he's done and he's calling foul. And he's saying he's never gonna he's not gonna play for this team ever again. What says that when he comes to your team, which you brought up a great point in the pre show, how much it how much are you gonna give up to get Deshaun Watson? How much do you have to give up to get Deshaun Watson?
1: Yeah, a lot of the trade rumors around it is including two, three first round draft picks mm-hmm. and maybe a quarterback to replace him on that roster.
0: Yeah. So now on,
1: on, to play to play under Houston, if you're not in a draft position where they could potentially draft his replacement.
0: So now we're doing that, okay? Um, so if, you're
1: going to deplete your roster. So what do you Just have left
0: it. on your team? You don't have anything, and you're going to be a bad team. And then Deshaun Watson's going to get mad because you're a bad team. And then next year he's going to ask for trade trade again, right?
1: Or maybe. In two years, when he still got one year left on that contract and doesn't want to sign an extension with you, because you haven't been able to surround him with the weapons that that he wants.
0: Yeah, he has quickly become a guy that I don't want to. I I don't want him on the team. I genuinely don't want the the Bears to go out and get him, but I have a reason for that.
1: Okay, what's that?
0: That goes into our next story. But are we are we done with Deshaun Watson?
1: Um i i think so okay so the the next there there's another quarterback that's voiced frustrations with his team and And i while he hasn't while he hasn't officially come out and said i'm not gonna play for you anymore trade me he has come out and publicly said if if i'm gonna be traded i'd like to go to the following four teams which are the raiders the bears the cowboys and the saints And if you haven't connected the dots of who that player is, it's Russell Wilson of the Seahawks.
0: So here's the thing: I agree that Russell deserve. He's got every right to say this. He's been sacked forty or more times over the last six seasons of each of the last six seasons, more than any other quarterback in the same time frame in history. No other quarterback has been sacked that many times a year for that many seasons in a row. Nobody. On top of it, he, at the beginning of the year, they were doing well. The first half, they went with the, the scheme for which the team is known for. And the second half of the game, they said, let Russell cook, and he cooked. And he made beautiful dishes, and they looked like a team that deserved to be in the playoffs. Second half yep. of the season, what they do, Rich?
1: Well, they they hit a they hit a bad between Wilson and the Seahawks. They had a bad couple of bad games, mm-hmm. which resulted in losses, lopsided losses, and lots of turnovers by Russell Wilson. So they had a meeting to discuss. All right, how are we going to fix this? Yep. Russell Wilson offered up his opinions on what needed the cha- what could be done different in the offense. The coaching staff totally disagreed and went with their plan and that caused Wilson to storm out of the room and the Seahawks played 500 ball the rest of the, the second half of the NFL season and Russell Wilson's MVP chances went out the door.
0: Yep. By the way, still zero votes for MVP for Russell Wilson. How is that possible?
1: He was looking like he was going to be the MVP for those first like 6 weeks.
0: Yeah, deserved and to be the MVP.
1: He was a great fantasy quarterback. Yep, 100%. Those first 6
0: weeks. So,
1: then the offense went conservative.
0: So then on top, so that plus other apparently other things going on in the locker room. This relationship has been strained for a while. This isn't okay. a, like we're all our eyes are all opening up to the how what what's been going on the few past few months, right? I mean, we've all looked at it. We've all said, "Wow, uh, is this going to be sustainable?" And we're realizing that no, it's not, and that Russ is um, Russell has been at odds with the the front office and the coaching staff, um, and and he went on to Dan Patrick and voiced his opinion. And rightfully so, he deserves. He's a guy that's proven himself to this team, proven how much he loves the the team, does great things for them, um, has been amazing for the community up there in Seattle, winning the the Man of the Year award, and all around being what that team needs. He's proven that he has a right. He he has earned the right to say I want to do this we should be playing this game plan we should be doing we should be going and getting these people he's earned that right as in contrast with what I think Deshaun Watson has done who hasn't earned anything said my piece on that side but Russell Wilson went public about it and the team is mad at him about it because and again I, I i'll hit on the deshaun watson thing um the best way to get traded is to be quiet in the nfl yep keep it in
1: house This isn't the nba where you can yep where where the players have as much of a say about where they want to go where they want to play who they want to play with
0: because if you keep it in house here's the thing if deshaun watson or Russell Wilson, doesn't say anything in public, their trade value is even higher than what it is after they say something. Deshaun Watson's trade value is dropping drastically because everybody knows that he's not going to be a He does not want to be a Texan anymore. He does not want to play in Houston. People are starting to get the idea that Russell Wilson doesn't want to play in Seattle anymore so his actual trade value drops his actual value is still through the roof i think both of them have valued through the roof but their trade value becomes less and less as the strain in the relationship changes uh, is opened up to the public because when i know that there's a problem i know that for that that player is less likely to be on your team i know it's easier for me to try to get him So, I don't have to pay you as much. If I know you don't want your car anymore and you're sick of it and it doesn't want to be housed in your garage, Rich, am I going to spend $20,000 to buy your pilot? No. No. I'm going to say, well, you don't want it anymore. I'll give you two grand. Because if you don't want it anymore, and I'm not, Rich loves his pilot people. Him and his wife love their pilot. I'm not saying that they're trying to get rid of their pilot, but if you want to offer him like 25, 30 grand for it, I'm sure (laughs) he'd take it. Um, But anyway, like, again, like I said, we, uh, knowing that something, that you value something so much, knowing that you value it, says to people, well, it's going to cost you a lot to get it. But once you say, eh, I'm not, I don't want this anymore. People are gonna be like, "Oh, well, if you don't want it, I mean, that's why when you put something on the Facebook Marketplace, what's the first thing that happens when somebody contacts you on the Facebook Marketplace when you sell something, Rich?"
1: They probably give you a quarter of the quarter of what you're wanting first.
0: They say, "Hey, would you take a, a nickel on the dime? Will you take half price? Will you take twenty five? Will you take a quarter to, on the dollar? Take twenty. Take it. Try to pay twenty five percent of what you're asking for." And you gotta say no, and you gotta go through the negotiations and and figure out how much they actually want it versus how much you actually want to sell it. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening with both Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson right now, and apparently Seattle is listening to con- to the conversation and is accepting of it and is taking phone calls, even though there's no real intent to trade him. But yeah. to, but Houston. Houston Houston's not even taking phone calls. Not even, are they not taking phone calls? Apparently, teams have resorted to calling after hours or when people are not in the office to leave a voicemail of their offer to get Deshaun Watson.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I've been reading the same things. Whenever you're having a, con- a conversation with Casario and Watson comes up, he steers the conversation in another direction because they're not looking to trade him.
0: Yeah. The whole quarterback carousel right now is a flaming garbage heap.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think the difference between Watson and Wilson right now is that Russell Wilson is at least willing to keep working with Seattle to make things work go Hawks seems like he it's seeming like he likes the hiring that they did of the new offensive coordinator and Shane Walden coming down from the Rams so at least that they're still on good speaking terms with Deshaun Watson he doesn't even want to listen to what the new coach and the new general manager have to say on how they're going to improve the team and how they need him and how they're going to use his skill sets to make the team better and be different than what what was going on with Bill O'Brien and Romeo Crunell as the head coaching as the head coaches.
0: I I just had an image in my head as you're describing it. Deshaun Watson seems like a an obstinate child, and the Texans seem like a parent trying to figure out how to handle their child. Russell Wilson seems like a for a, a spouse who's been burned but is willing to try to go through the work of the counseling to make it happen. And a marriage is I, I mean quarterback and a, and and coach and leadership that's as much that's that's a marriage. They have to work together to make it work. Treating your quarterback like a child that's never going to work. So, I I don't know. I like I, I I don't understand why he put Chicago on that list. I would love for it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, did I, you see Tariq Cohen? You call, bro? Tweeted out something to the effect of, did I miss your call, or did you call, bro, or something like that?
1: Yeah, I, I don't get the, the Bears' perspective either. He's going to get gonna hit. Right, right? He's Yeah, he doesn't have the offensive line that he wants to prevent him from getting hit. He doesn't have – <laughs> the same caliber of run game that he has in Seattle Excuse me. to take pressure off of him from having to play yeah. hero ball with the quarterback to lead these big to cut down on deficits and if he does have to play t- that type of ball of let Russ cook because we gotta, we gotta close the gap on a, on a big deficit to win the game he doesn't have the wide receivers in Chicago at least saying that he wants to go to New Orleans yep or Dallas the, the offensive weapons and the offensive line are in place. And
0: I think even even Oklahoma or <laughs> Oklahoma uh Oakland which is now Las Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Um I think even Vegas makes sense.
1: Yeah, they they got a good running back in Josh Jacobs. The yeah. wide receiving core is there. They got a decent, they got a pretty they've got a better offensive line than Seattle. Yep. I don't get the Bears.
0: The Bears, I don't get, get
1: but I mean, so here's the thing, though.
0: I mean, if the Bears get Russell, they give a first round and a a first round this year and next year, and a contingent first round the third year, I guess, and then send over um, Khalil Mack, Uh,
1: maybe. I don't know. It's something like that. Yeah,
0: something in that range of things is gonna kind of going to kind of be yeah you're going to need a game changer in some way shape or form so you're going to need to send one of those three guys over maybe hicks does hicks qualify is he in the range of guys um i don't think eddie
1: jackson uh not eddie um the defensive lineman eddie quinn eddie goldman oh
0: goldman yeah um again any of those guys would but is that what defense is that what what seattle's gonna want they're gonna need a quarterback and the none of the picks that we are giving them are going to be good enough to use to get a quarterback. Um so then we move into we don't have a quarterback to send over there. I mean, I guess we technically do, but does anybody really want uh what's his face? Nick, Nick Foles? Foles? No. Not in, that, so, not
1: in that scenario, but so, the only thing maybe with Chicago is maybe there's that official, unofficial handshake of, hey, if, if Nagy's not working out and we replace him next year, we'll let you have a say in the in the next coach.
0: Maybe. Either way, I, like.
1: But there's no weapons around him. And if the Bears give up those first uh, round
0: picks. Allen Robinson probably going to get franchise tagged. He could. Probably.
1: Who else? Who's your number two target? Who
0: else are the Bears going to put on, on uh, franchise tag? I don't
1: know.
0: The answer is nobody. It's probably or Ellen Robinson. Robinson. He's the one that makes the most sense. Okay, so um, we, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody really for the Bears to trade, and and I don't see anybody. I don't. It doesn't make sense. I like the concept. Um, we've been saying since, I mean, my whole life. We need a quarterback. Don't bring me yeah. Jim McMahon. I will smack you in your face.
1: What was that?
0: Don't bring Jim McMahon in the conversation. I will smack you in your face. He was not a good quarterback. He was a game manager of the game managerist team ever. That defense won that, that Super Bowl.
1: Then he what? He had maybe one or two good years?
0: Yeah. No. He's He is not a good quarterback. So, yeah, it'd be great to have a franchise-level quarterback. I don't care that he's that old. I'd still take him. Okay.
1: 32 is still a pretty young age for a quarterback, though. Yeah, it's... it's, You got him for four more years. You got him for at least three more years. I mean,
0: it's the same reason why Dak and the Cowboys aren't coming to terms. The Cowboys want a five-year deal. Dak wants a four-year deal. Why? Because Dak wants to be out and come out and be available when he's before he's 30 cuz he knows that his market his marketability at the age of 29 is worth millions of dollars more than if he hits 30.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yes, Russell's only 32, but he's he also has some hard miles put on him.
1: Yeah. That's so with- it, yeah. So maybe to close the book, do you see Russell Wilson getting traded and leaving Seattle?
0: Do I see it? No, I don't think he does.
1: Yeah, the I, I the odd either. thing
0: about it is that the team is actually taking phone calls on it, which that's the thing that that makes me makes me saying that feel a little weird. Um, Deshaun Watson, I don't think he gets traded, but I think that I, yeah, I don't think he gets traded. But I think there's I think there's gonna have to be a come to Jesus moment with that team um for for him to end up playing.
1: So for Watson, do you think he's more likely do you see him He won't
0: sit out. Sitting out is not an option. Out. I if he does, he's stupid. The amount of money he has to pay back. He so Le'Veon's fine Le'Veon, Le'Veon,
1: back. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, fine. But Le'Veon Bell, when he sat out, he why did he sit out? Because he was on a franchise tag, franchise tags you don't you can't get fined the same. You don't get fined the same. You don't lose the same amount of money. When you're in a contract, you are breaching contract, and I guarantee you the amount of money he's going to lose doing that is ridiculous.
1: I think it was. I think they came out that if he sat out the pre the mini camp, the preseason, and regular season, he'd be looking at about twenty million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, having to pay in fines. Maybe some of that through filing grievances with the players' association, that can be negotiated down. Yep. But that's still a good chunk of change. Um, so you don't see him doing going the Carson Palmer route of, all right, I don't want to play for in Carson in Carson Palmer's situation, it was, I'm not playing for the Bengals anymore. I'm going to retire. Yeah. And the Bengals held his held his contract rights until they traded him to another organization which was Oakland. He played out the contract in Oakland, and then he revived his career under Bruce Arians in uh, Arizona. Yeah, You don't see him going that route.
0: No, I don't. H- him retiring – he I, retirement is his only real option, and even then he's still under contract and has to get the team to, to agree to it. And the way that it looks uh, – the, both sides are so angry at each other and so pissy with each other that even if he does decide, okay, I'm retiring, which is his only option to quote-unquote sit out for the year. Um, even if he does retire, he uh, he's own uh, his rights to to play are owned by Houston if he ever comes back.
1: All right. So uh, fast forward, maybe to a like little last thing on Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um you're drafting your fantasy football team. You know what sort of numbers Deshaun Watson can put up. Can put up for you as a fantasy manager now. Yep. Do you draft him if there's still no movement on whether he's going to play for you, play this year or whether he's going to sit out? I do not. You do not.
0: I do Well, not no, relate? wait.
1: Wait, wait, do wait. You, if he falls down the draft board just If he's falling, If it's falling. the
0: fourth or fifth round And I've gotten My tight ends tied up Because that's what I do first Ladies and gentlemen That's the best way okay. to draft Okay does a good It does good things for you I got my tight ends tied up I have a good quarterback I have a second backup quarterback Or I have a backup quarterback And, and Watson
1: it's, is still sitting there And
0: Watson is still sitting there I think about it I think about it
1: he but, wouldn't be my first quarterback drafted?
0: He wouldn't be my second quarterback drafted.
1: I'd think about him. I, he, I would think about him.
0: First, he wouldn't be my first quarterback drafted ever. No. I, I mean, I guess he could be if he was, but what? no. He, Yeah, he wouldn't be my first quarterback drafted this year. And he won't be my second this year. Um, He might be my third, especially in our league that we're in, Rich, where... um. Where we have, you have to
1: play quarterbacks. yeah where you, you could, get a, you have the you have the option to play two quarterbacks every week
0: yeah and if you don't play two quarterbacks in that league you're dumb. Um anyway so that's just kind of where it's at. I would not draft him until maybe third quarterback. I don't even think I'd, I'd pick him up as a backup quarterback. Um, but
1: I, I think I would have to see what the state of the rest of my roster is in. Yeah, that's... I Or seeing what other quarterbacks Are available to maybe take him But I I think right now With there being no firm decision On whether he's going to play or when he's going to play He's kind of like a lottery ticket right now Yep You draft him based on the potential of what he could do But you're prepared to Throw away that draft pick If he ends up sitting out all year
0: Yeah, I agree
1: And be okay with it
0: Okay, last thing on the NFL I mean it's it's the off season. Um, yeah. We're two weeks away from free agency actually being a thing. Uh, but in that, let's move over to the Washington football team. Rich, you got some news on that?
1: Yeah, they are going to keep the name of football team for another year, and with the hope that new names and colors will be announced in 2022.
0: Are people getting too used to calling them the Washington football team for them to change? Like, even especially adding another full year onto it?
1: It's not. When this was first announced, I was kind of skeptical about it. This is stupid, but at least they're just, it's something. Yep. It's something, but the longer the season went around, it wasn't odd to hear Washington football team. Yeah when they were when talking about it when talking about the team and it seemed to fit, it seems to fit. Yeah. But I, I think it's all going to depend. I think they will get a more of a traditional name to go with it. And I think it's all going to depend on what the marketing wing of the Washington football team goes, uh, you know, will there be a team. Will we be, be kind of like a name, the team contest or a Jersey design contest of to have for potential names. And I think that'll be the key on what'll happen.
0: So yeah, I'm, I'm
1: hoping that the team reaches out and does that for fan engagement. And um and that probably and that they keep the Burgundy and gold colour scheme.
0: Yeah, I that's gonna be that I think will be the worst thing for me is if they change Burg out of Burgundy and gold. Um I think I I mean the Washington I I love the new looks with no logo on their helmets and the just i think it looks good i think the team itself i I think just being called the washington football team works
1: um
0: i'm okay with it i think you stick with it and it it looks good i think you can't i I think changing the color scheme is going to be terrible but that's what i mean that's up to them not me uh anything else with that
1: not really so do you see what's coming up next mike (laughs)
0: Is it a left turn?
1: It is a left turn.
0: Rich, do you see what's coming up after that?
1: Um, it's not a right-hand turn because we're not going to be on a road course this week.
0: Nope. It's another left turn as we head into the
1: NASCAR corner. That's right. The NASCAR corner. All right. So last week we had the O'Reilly Auto Parts 253 at the Daytona road course. Yep. Uh, your race winner was Christopher Bell from Joe Gibbs Racing, getting his first Cup win. Chase um, Elliott
0: being caught in a late race spin in uh, in the middle of the infield road course stuff, sending him back to twenty first, making our pick'em winner Rich with Martin Truex Jr. at twelfth place.
1: That's right. So let me get our NASCAR app rail up real quick so we can give the NASCAR shout out. Real um, quick. So your. Tony
0: is the. Well, let's make sure. Let's see what the road course.
1: Rich, you won,
0: for? but Solomon took second place in uh, this week's uh, by one point over Tony.
1: That's right. Mike, you brought up. You finished in fourth again, only getting 109 points. Points. Yeah. I I think you could have gotten some additional points if you had used your garage driver, uh, but you chose not to use the garage. Yeah. Activate the garage driver.
0: Ah, uh, that's true. But, you know.
1: All right. So, the boys are staying down in Florida, but they're going to go further south from Daytona. They're going to leave Daytona and go down to... Homestead Miami, for the Dixie Vodka Four Hundred.
0: Ooh, vodka.
1: So Mike, who's maybe some guys that you like to use at this track, and maybe who's a sleeper pick for you? Okay, maybe so this probably track... out of the ordinary to use.
0: So this track is a fun track in the NASCAR circuit, as it it has hugely long straightaways, and uh, they're. Their turns in the uh, the, the turns are, are nice and and they're fairly tight but still still give you enough uh, speed um, it, It's more of a because um,
1: it's a mile and a half intermediate track
0: yeah um, the it is yeah.
1: All right, so so much like we've done for the for the two races at Daytona, Mike, who are some of the drivers that that you plan to use in your fantasy lineup? You don't got to give all six drivers that are going to be in your lineup, but who are maybe a couple that that you look to use this week?
0: Um, so look for for your big names to do well. Uh, that's always I mean you you always got to count on your big names, but this is when we get into more of the traditional racing. Um, so look for guys like ryan Newman kurt Busch, uh, maybe even Kyle to do something pretty well at this uh, speedway um, yeah you know and and never count out any of the guys that uh, that have championed by their name never count any of those guys out uh, homestead used to be our, our race our, our season finale um, so anybody that that does really well there tended to do pretty well in the in the chase so
1: yeah I, I i agree with you mike i i like that this is the this is one course where you can very lean very heavily on your big name drivers guys like uh lugano harvick lugano harvick um probably denny hamlin brad geslowski
0: matt kenseth
1: matt kenseth is no longer in the oh part yeah of
0: mike. that's right no, who was I thinking? Oh no, Matt DeBettaDeto. That's what I. Sorry. You,
1: you like B- DeBettaDeto? De, de. I I would see DeBettaDeto de, de. as more of a sleeper pick instead of a being one of those main championship always in the conversation for a championship every year kind of pick. Yeah. Um, I I mean I also like Chase Elliott and Martin Truix at this track, but the I would. uh, if I'm setting my lineup, I'm trying to make sure that I have Truex and Elliot available for the road courses since there are seven this year. Yeah. So I might caution them not using them as much on this track. Um, My sleeper pick, my sleeper pick for this track, uh, Tyler Reddick. He likes to run the high line. Yeah, run the high, run the high banks. That of, is a uh, good
0: choice there. Um, I'm gonna th- use my sleeper pick of Matt Debetadeto as a guy to look out for at this track.
1: Okay.
0: Um. It, uh, you know, I just I like him as a as a good sleeper for this one. So, Rich, right. you won last week. Who are you picking as your weight overall race winner this week?
1: I'm gonna go with. Uh the ford from team penske of joey lugano
0: oh okay i too am gonna go for a ford however i am picking kevin harvick
1: it's a good pick if you would have had the pick here and if you hadn't I, I was debating between lugano and harvick
0: okay so so if i, I would have picked I, lugano and you would have picked uh
1: I would have gone down the Harvick.
0: Okay, not a ba- again. Both, I, I think both are great, great guys to pick up. Um, something to
1: look out, look out for, and uh, yeah, just so the, yeah, so the final thing in the NASCAR corner is Bush Beer. Bush. Is holding, yeah, is holding a contest to name the race, name the May race at the Kansas Motor Speedway. Yeah. All you have to do is make a one dollar donation to uh farmer. I think it's FarmAid. FarmAid or, or farming um
0: yeah. some farming
1: organization that helps the farmers. One dollar. And you could submit your race your, your name your your name for this race. So in theory, Mike, we could put in our buck and say the balls and sticks podcast four hundred. Uh, but kind of like some other totally should do that <laughs> some other uh, like the on um, the comments on the story that I read is that we're not in Kansas anymore or the there's no place like home there's mm-hmm. no place like home 400 uh, the Bush 400 and the, like the person that made that comment was saying and the announcers have to give that Bush we're never talking about this <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like we're it.
1: Whenever talking online on the, uh, whenever talking about the race. So,
0: um, now are they picking it at random? Like, are they gonna just draw a name out of the hat, or I can't? Or are I they gonna
1: that much about it?
0: Are they I'm, gonna I'm, say this is the best name, so we're gonna go with that? Because, I mean, if that's the case, then the Balls and Sticks 400 isn't gonna be really happening.
1: No, yeah, I I don't know if it's they're gonna pick the best names submitted, and then those are gonna go up to a towards a vote or if it will totally be a random name. Um, the other one that came out was that there I guess last year there was a name like this British uh, naval vessel that was being done and the name they got selected was Bodie McVoteface. <laughs> That's what won. So they're thinking alright <sighs> so is this going to be the Racy McRaceface? Yeah. 400?
0: <laughs> Let's do it. Racy face. I like the balls in six four hundred myself. Um, I might actually submit that uh, and pay a dollar. Why not? Um, so, uh, Rich, I think it's time to let the cars come off the track. As the cars leave the track, we head out of the NASCAR corner and into spring training baseball. Spring training baseball is brought to you today by Rich we gotta get some sponsors
1: yeah we really do
0: get paid okay so what do we got this week on the preview list Rich
1: well kind of what to expect in spring training if you yeah. uh, if you follow baseball and want to listen to spring training games by the way I got is... that
0: worked let me sign it I my phone had the password saved already so good as long as you don't change it we're still good
1: no, I, I don't plan on. Okay. So, uh, spring training games will uh, begin on February 28th. Yep. 28th, 30 teams in action. That's tomorrow, so, by the way. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: You ready for baseball so, to start tomorrow? I am. Okay. Looking forward to That's the that, stadium. That's oh, the stadium noise? Yeah, the stadium noise, apparently.
1: Okay, so uh, the teams training in Arizona, better known as the Cactus League, are going to play 28 games in 30 days. Uh, They get two off days, obviously. The Grapefruit League is going to play under a regionalized schedule within Florida to cut down on travel. So the Grapefruit Leagues, whose spring training facilities are more on the east coast of Florida, are going to play 24 games in 30 days. Uh, Those clubs will be Houston, Miami, Mets the Cardinals and the Nats and they will play each other exclusively and the clubs whose spring training facilities are on the west coast of Florida will split into two groups one group is going to be the Tigers the Yankees the Phillies and the Blue Jays will play each other in the other group the Braves Red Sox twins and Rays will play each other in 28 games over 30 days with two universal off days and somehow the Orioles and the Pirates will play against teams from both groups.
0: That doesn't seem oh. like trying to keep the social distancing and the groups separate. That seems a little odd, but I'm okay yeah. with it. I don't care. Whatever. Baseball's yeah, I, I, baseball.
1: Yeah, I would have thought that they would have put uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh in one of those groups. Yeah. But what? Whatever. It's there, so there's going to be spring training baseball unless there's another widespread outbreak like what we had last year, which delayed the start of the season. Um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. So baseball is going to be back starting tomorrow. Uh, be interesting to see how the spring training will work. As uh, it's going to be a little different this year, as we kind of hinted that right now your major league spring training there are guys that are mainly going to be people that are are going to be your triple a level players your major leaguers and maybe a handful of guys that are probably not prob- a handful of your top prospects instead of all of your major league spring training invites where you had guys that probably were going to open the year in double a or maybe even high a being on the with the major league team to play games in that you're probably not going to see as much of that this year.
0: Yeah. So Rich, you excited? You ready to listen to Pat and Ron on the radio?
1: I sure am. Uh-huh. Sure him, Or at least as best I can. Yeah. Works kind of works. Trying, trying to cut down on, uh, listening to having things down in the background, like, uh, music or music on the phone or, uh, or podcasts
0: so that's no good they should let you listen yeah. to those things
1: we'll see okay we'll see um but if any of them are happen to be listening no no i will not be
0: yeah no like that nope um let me bring up espin and uh the N- nba
1: yeah so sorry so i guess while, while we're doing that we have it in our quick kids but it is baseball um the yeah. Mariners CEO had to resign over some questionable comments that he made.
0: Yeah, um, on a Zoom Rotary Club meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, folks, this will teach you that every meeting is recorded, even if it's not recorded. But on a Zo- on a Rotary uh, Club meeting being held on Zoom. Uh, Kevin Mather, uh the CEO of the Mariners, made some disparaging comments about players both in uh in language barrier racism, I suppose oh. is the best way to describe it, and um talked about how the team actually manipulates and intends to manipulate specific players on their rookie deals and service time starts.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, the whole service time manipulation, I think, has been a problem for Major League Baseball, and it's probably going to be a sticking point. As we
0: saw this year with uh, the way Ian Happ won arbitration.
1: Yeah, it'll be a, probably, it's going to be a sticking point when they're negotiating the new collective bargaining agreement, but it's also something that the front office doesn't openly come out and say like this. Yeah, that, yeah, we're going to hold this specific player down in the minors because we we've already engaged in a long term contract talks and he is unwilling to sign them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's going to be in AAA. Yeah. That's kind of something you don't make public.
0: And because of that, I guarantee you, when arbitration comes up for that specific player, he's going to win.
1: Or the team saves face with him, with now Mather not in the on the in the picture in the team's decision making, and maybe he breaks camp with with the major league team and they throw caution to the wind with his service time, much like the Padres did with Fernando Tatis Jr. I,
0: I, that is also another so option. So it has a good
1: mark it. of uh, goodwill toward the player and the yeah. team. Um, um, but the other comments that were made that were kind of questionable were his criticism of a top player from that they scouted out of the Dominican Republic having limited English skills, even though the team has kind of highlighted his accomplishments in uh, getting better with the English language. And, but for a team that's always had a good relationship and good scouting with uh, Asian players, Asian players with Ichiro and I think they've had a couple of pitchers that have come over from Japan. The comments being made of, well, you've been in the majors how long and you still need an interpreter that, and we don't want to pace that interpreter anymore.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: We're kind of, kind of questionable. I mean, personally, I've kind of felt the same way when seeing like veteran veteran players of the that have come out of Latin America still conducting interviews in in broken English or wanting an interpreter but I think but I've also kind of accepted that you know what sometimes it's a comfort thing they don't want to they want to speak freely in the language they're most comfortable in instead of maybe coupling together and speaking english the best they can maybe not using all the words that they would because they don't know the english equivalent to that word or how to say that word
0: Hmm. i mean that's a problem in in lots of ways and i mean why i i i worked at a church at a hispanic church for a while rich you know this Mm -hmm. um i i helped out there And I would use Spanish as best as I could, and I did alright for the most part, but when I really wanted to convey something, it just was easier for me to use the English that I've started with since I was a baby. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that a guy coming over from Japan or a guy coming over from Guatemala or the Dominican or any of those places... Wants to speak in a language for which they've used their whole life. So, no, I I don't. Uh, I think the guys should not only get a paid interpreter, but also. Um, yeah, it's yeah, I don't.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, in overall, I, I don't think there's. There's just certain things that you don't say. Oh yeah. And oh, this guy me. paid Sorry. the price. You can have those personal opinions of you've been with this organization for how long, been in for how long, been playing over here for how long and you still can't speak English. Yeah. I mean, you could privately have those opinions and maybe privately speak to him saying that well, if you if you still want this interpreter, you you're going to need to pay for him, or it's going to come out of your paycheck if you still want him. Maybe those are conversations that you privately have with that individual, not airing your grievances to a group of, to an organization like the Rotary Club.
0: Yeah. Um, with that being said, you ready to head off the diamond and head into the courts.
1: Yes, I am Mike. So um, we're gonna give we're gonna go through a rundown of where our teams stand, or where our preseason picks are at in the NBA standings since the All Star game is next weekend. Okay, so, Mike, I'm gonna give you the division and where which teams we picked from that division. You and uh, why don't you go ahead and give where they're at in their division standings. And where those team, where that team is at in the overall standings?
0: Uh, I can only go up to eighth place.
1: That is fine. Okay. It can either be a there. They have a playoff seed, or they're outside of the playoffs. Okay. So we'll start in the Eastern Conference, the Atlantic Conference. Yep, works for me. Um, you picked the Raptors. I picked the Celtics to win the division.
0: The Raptors are in third place in the division and fourth place in the conference okay um and the boston celtics are in last place in the division Ooh. but seventh place in the conference
1: okay Who, who's so, leading the atlantic division
0: your philadelphia 76ers
1: all right good deal
0: and uh, the they sport. are also leading the conference
1: okay the central division we both picked are the milwaukee bucks
0: they are leading the division and third place in the conference they are just behind the Brooklyn Nets in the conference.
1: Okay. So neither of us picked the Nets. Kind of surprising. The
0: Nets, by are the fair. way, are, are in the Atlantic Conference. Just yeah. a heads up. I
1: mean, I kind of dropped the ball on that one, I guess.
0: But, I did, any, but did we know that that, that deal was going to happen and Harden was going to go there when we made these these decisions?
1: No, we did not. Exactly. So. Okay. So the last team in the... Uh, Eastern Conference, the Southeast Division. Yep. They both picked the Miami Heat.
0: And they are in first in the division and fifth overall in the uh, conference.
1: All right. So, Mike, before we leave the Eastern Conference, we said the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. Um,. You went. Uh, we both picked the Bucks and the Nets to make the Eastern Conference Finals. You picked the Bucks to win. I picked the Brooklyn Nets to win.
0: I mean, they're second and third in the in the entire conference.
1: Okay, so we're not far off. No, not far off. Right. Oh so, th- yeah. So going over to the Western Conference, we're going to start in the Southwest. Okay. We both picked the Dallas Mavericks.
0: To they're, win the division. they're in second place in the division but n- do not currently have a playoff spot.
1: Ooh. Okay. Who, who leads the Southwest?
0: Uh, the San Antonio Spurs. It's
1: kind of surprising. I did not see the Spurs doing this well. They're yeah. Kinda... I mean, nobody I in the Southwest the is
0: really doing that well. Um, the the Spurs are the only team that have an above 500 record. Uh. But the the Mavericks are only two and a half games back, which in basketball is not as terrible as it sounds sometimes. So, and especially because we're only really at the midway point of the season, um, so that that division's still kind of up in the air.
1: All right, uh, heading up north, the Northwest. Mike, you picked the Oklahoma City Thunder. I picked the Denver Nuggets.
0: Yeah, so the Denver Nuggets are sitting in third in the division. And they are eighth overall in the conference. okay. Oklahoma City is fourth in the division and currently are outside of the playoffs. Your leader in the conference? The Utah Jazz. Who knew the Utah Jazz were gonna be this good this year. 26 and 7, um, losing last night, but before that, they were on a like an eight game winning streak. So, man, how about that? Um, go Utah?
1: Yeah. It'd be nice to see somebody. It could be nice seeing somebody else come out of the West. Yep. That a non-traditional team coming out of the West. Maybe, maybe they're going to be like the late 90s Utah Jazz that went to back-to-back NBA Finals and just ran into Michael Jordan's Bulls both times.
0: Yeah, I doubt it, because they're going to run into LeBron James's Lakers before and, that.
1: Yeah, and speaking of the Lakers, we both picked them to win the Pacific, Pacific Conference.
0: They are in number two, third place in the, divi- in the conference, number two in the division, behind the other team from Los Angeles, the Clippers. Clippers. Both holding first place in the division and second place in the conference.
1: Okay. So in the Western Conference Finals, we both picked the Lakers to beat the Clippers.
0: And right now they're sitting 2 and 3.
1: Okay. So so Mike, your preseason NBA Finals pick was Lakers over the Bucks and are are you how are you feeling about that?
0: That's still I still feel fairly confident on that. The Nets are the team to look out for right now. By the way, <coughs> the New York Nets uh, just won 8 straight. And more people in New York are writing about the fact that the Knicks beat uh I think they beat the bucks in a really tight game uh no, it wouldn't have been the bucks it it might be the 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 jazz I don't remember who it was, but um the nets are are six games back, and the Nets are a half a game back and yet. Because the New York Knicks are the New York Knicks, they are the headlining team for the uh, for
1: New York. Yeah. I think the Nets are in a similar situation to kinda of like what the Clippers are when they when you compare the Lakers. Yeah. It's always gonna be a Laker town, whether the Lakers are playing conference or division winning games or they're playing five hundred or they're struggling. They're always gonna be the main draw in the media no matter how good the clippers are doing yep and in their case the knicks are always going to be the story either because they're doing great or because of how bad they're doing and how the media wants them wants james dolan to make changes or just sell the team
0: in the same way that um the cubs are the number one story coming out of chicago and yet this year the white Sox look to be a great team
1: they do we'll
0: we'll get on that when we get into more of the the mlb preview just kind of a, a comparison example that uh hits a little bit closer to home for us and our viewers
1: yeah and so my preseason pick i also feel good about it i had the lakers over the nets yep i mean the way that brooklyn is playing right now i could there's a part of me that thinks that they could be the team that could knock out and knock off and prevent uh, LeBron James from winning an NBA championship with the way that they're playing. Yeah. Especially if the Lakers can't keep up in the standings, not having Anthony Davis on the team.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, So it'll be be a fun one for sure, won't it?
1: Yeah. So uh, due to time constraints of adding in a little bit more NFL talk than I had expected. Hey, it was Come good talk, show. sir. It was good. I'm just I using didn't that as why we're not I didn't use rant something. as, as much as
0: you it. thought I was going to.
1: No, no, you did not. A-
0: and I had valid points. You did. So, I, um I
1: think I think taking a week to sleep on it and, and come up with good outlines did did you well
0: yep so this Um, week um we're gonna skip the all-star fantasy draft that we normally do um but that's i mean the all-star game isn't until isn't for another couple weeks right
1: um i believe the all-star game is next week and so they are actually doing the draft on thursday so it's not something that we could move to next week's show and there's also a little bit of uncertainty on how the team draft is going to go since Kevin Durant has already been ruled out for the game and the NBA hasn't necessarily said how the fantasy draft is going to be changed since so they don't know they haven't said whether the second leading vote getter from the Eastern Conference is going to be the new team captain or if Durant will draft the team, and then automatically the starter that replaced him is automatically on his team since he is, since he is not playing in the game.
0: Okay, um, I would say we can we could probably still move it to next week, uh, even though we know how the draft will go. Uh, you and I can just say how we would pick, either way. Okay. So we can still move we'll that to next week.
1: We'll see what the outline looks like yep. next week. Um, real quick um, on
0: quick hits, Rich. Uh, you already hit on the the Mariner's CEO um, and getting fired. Um, so we won't touch on that. But we do have some sad news coming out of L.A. Tiger Woods got in a very severe accident, uh, br- breaking his leg with a compound fracture and a con... I don't remember what the other one is. But basically... He, his legs are in really bad shape. Crushed one of his feet or both of them from what I hear. Um, he has been, he has been made stable and he was never, he was in serious condition, but never life threatening. No life threatening. Uh, but as news was kind of spotty from what happened, uh, did you feel, I don't know when you heard about it, but, uh, for me, I heard about it as, uh we're still getting updates we don't have anything and if you watched any uh, anything on espn it really did feel like uh a, a similar day a year and a half a year and six weeks ago when kobe bryant died very little news yeah. and not sure what was going on and and it was kind of scary um but he's alive he's doing well um currently they're saying no life-threatening issues However, uh, infection is always a very distinct possibility.
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't think it, for me, it didn't feel like the situation of Kobe Bryant, that Kobe Bryant was in, since the news reports that I was seeing like pop up through my phone throughout the day was that he was involved in a serious car accident, which, which rolled his car, but he was, they had to use the jaws of life to extract him from the car through the windshield. And he was at the hospital. Okay. Where with Kobe, it was a clear, It was he crashed into this thing. Everybody's gone. Yeah, so Everybody's what I
0: had gone. gotten was that he was in a really bad accident, and we didn't have any update other than that. And then I, my, where I work, I can't really look at my, I don't have time to look at my phone throughout the day. So uh, you only get to it break. And so I saw the, the incident. It wasn't until our lunch break that I saw the first reports of it and uh it was basically he was in a really bad accident we don't have much we don't have details to come and then by the time the 2 o'clock break rolled around we knew that he was alive so for those 2 hours okay. it it felt kind of kind of scary again these are celebrities i don't have a real i don't have a personal relationship with tiger so it's not as scary as it could be but
1: do you think that this ends his golf career on the professional, on the PGA. Having to recover from these leg injuries and already dealing with back pain, which is... Well, he had back limited, surgery
0: in December, by the way.
1: Yeah, which is sometimes limited to him to I not playing every single week on the tour. Every tour stop and maybe picking and choosing his stops now.
0: I'm going to, out of... Resp- out of... I don't want to speculate on that yet. Let's, okay. let's give it a couple weeks before... Let's make sure he's completely out of the woods before we can start talking about that. No pun intended, folks. Um, and then finally, um, start getting ready, start thinking about and gearing up for the NBA tournament coming up here uh, in like the next few weeks.
1: NCAA tournament.
0: That's what I meant, NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, I've, I have reactivated our pool league, Mike. I'm kay. just waiting to send out uh, invites and make it public to where we can have new members join our pool until it gets closer as I'd rather have people in the group ready to set their brackets rather than join it and then maybe not get that reminder to and then forget to set their brackets.
0: That makes sense. So
1: so when it gets closer to the NCAA tournament, uh, the brackets being revealed, that's probably when I'll send out invites to the people that were in our group last year. Um, and we'll put it last year and we'll put it on our facebook page and our
0: fan page
1: and the fan page um Uh, the other the other thing that we're thinking about it's still a we're still tabling is maybe doing a fantasy baseball league this year as well maybe
0: let us know um we'll we'll put a second poll question this week will you do would you do fantasy baseball we'll put that up somewhere we'll have that Um, And if you say you will, we are going to contact you uh, and kind of not hold you to the fire, but hopefully do that. Um, Before we go, I do have one. uh, We have two shout outs for today. One is a personal shout out. One is a show shout out. John McNeil, uh, a friend of mine and uh, is... Being supportive and liked the show today. So thank you, John McNeil, for jumping on and liking the show. Hopefully that gets stuff out there. And then on the personal note, uh, today is my little brother's 31st, 32nd birthday. Wow, 32. I'm getting old. My little brother's 32. But happy birthday, Jonathan. Uh, I don't know if you'll see this, but if you do, happy birthday. We'll give you a call when we hit the road. We're going out to Sioux Falls. Uh, rich do you have any personal shout outs you need to do
1: no okay
0: so tell the folks what to do if they don't want to watch our faces but just want to listen to us in their cars as they drive
1: Uh, you can find our show anywhere where you find your other podcasts as i know for sure we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify google and uh and on anchor.fm as well
0: yeah we're we have a bunch more um i i actually shared last week our podcast post uh from it um so check us out uh wherever you get your podcast. if you're listening to us on podcasts and you want to see our pretty faces or not so pretty faces sometimes in the morning um you could check us out at facebook.com balls and sticks come join us there like our page uh help us get seen by more people on facebook Or if you want to participate in our poll questions, they are always posted on facebook.com slash fans of balls and sticks on our Facebook fan page where you can participate and join in on the conversation. We thank you once again, folks, rich as every week. What's it time to do?
1: It's time to roll the outro or the intro (laughs) a second time podcasting live from
0: somewhere in iowa this is bald and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts mike and rich